Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. I'm writer, author, and producer Yvonne Latrell. Guys and dolls, as always, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this show. And guys and dolls, remember, if you would like to be a guest on the show, if you have a show idea, um, if you want to advertise your business or product, please hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram at Yvonne Latrell. Okay, so well, I'm getting everything together, guys, as always. Um, okay, so I am uh, waiting for my co-host who will be here in uh, one second. Um, okay, uh, and he just got on the show. <laughs> uh, real funny, you got jokes today, but whatever. <laughs> he said, I'll just wait till the show over. I got it. I, I don't want to hear it. Wait, wait. No, uh-uh. Just wait till this show is over with. I'm happy you think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm going to tell you when we get off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, on a, a, a another note, how was your day today? Mm-hmm. Oh, my day was good. How about yours? Day was good, you know. I can't really complain, you know. Mm-hmm. But I um, I did want to talk about a couple of things. Oh man, first I want to talk about that um situation with that old lady down by your way. The, um, okay. Oh, the eighty-five-year-old yeah, lady. The, yeah. What do you think about that? That's so sad. That was so sad. Yeah, I know. I seen the video. Um, I seen the video today or yesterday. I want to say it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I seen the video. You know, mm-hmm. and they and they and they showed it. They showed the lady walking the dog. Then all of a sudden, the the alligator came up out the water. The dog seen the alligator. That's the crazy thing. The dog seen the alligator. You know, and the lady just couldn't get out the way in enough time. Yeah, you see, yeah, um, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. For yeah, for those right of you that are listening. Yeah, for those of you that are listening, yeah, we are talking about two weeks ago where the alligator killed the 85-year-old lady who was walking her dog. But now here's the thing now, even though, of course, you know, I just really feel bad for the family, but at the same time, um. You live by alligators, and I'm not sure if you watched the whole thing, like what some of the neighbors, um, they were talking about it, and they were um, saying that the alligators, they don't do anything. They just sit there. But I was still yeah. never, never. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I, that that's a no-no for me. That's one of my biggest things about Florida, you know, because you even had it at um, Disney not all that long ago with a little boy was with his family, and the alligator snatched him into the water, you know? Right. So, I don't know, man. That's that's a little, you know, too too uh, scary for me, and yeah. especially being in their, their environment. That's their environment, you know? And we're, right. just, we're just tearing up so much, and, and, and they got no place to go. So they're going to start coming closer to humans and getting closer, you know. I think we're easier to pick off than a, a lion. So, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, that was sad, you know. Hope uh, I hope that uh, a family, you know, can get through this, you know, because death – Stuff is a strange thing, you know. People uh, learn to deal with it, learn to cope with it. They can't, you know, get over it. It's one of the hardest things. 
Right. You know, so, but um, also, come on, let's talk about the uh, the Chris Rock situation. Did you see his special? No, I I seen something online, but I really didn't pay really oh any attention to it. Like this was yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it was over the weekend. He he did a special, you know. He addressed the smack, you know. The uh the the last part of the jokes and everything was addressing you know Will Smith with the smack, the whole smack situation, you know. And um, I think uh that 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 whole thing was built up. I I don't know if you've seen the interview that um him and Jada Will and Jada did and and Chris made a point. He said, Yo, everybody's been cheated on but nobody's been interviewed by the person that they that that they cheated on. You know, who got cheated on. And um I think that was Will's time to lash out, you know. And I personally believe that she castrated that man on national TV when she did that. I felt that man's pain. I know he's an actor. He's a great actor. He could probably bring tears in a drop of an eye. But at the end of the day, you know, I think that was uh, that was very hurt, hurtful to find out, you know. And I'm pretty sure he had an inclination that his wife was cheating with this boy, you know, for some, for some time. She just came out and said it. And I don't know why she would choose that platform to do it on. You know, to be like, yeah, you know, by the way, you know, I'm screwing uh, our kids' homeboy, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, to each his own. You know, everybody talks about they have an open relationship or open marriage or whatever, but there's still a time and place for certain things. Even with that, that whole little dynamic, you know, it's 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 a understanding. You have to have an understanding of what's a, what's what's considered, you know, in our realm of doing our own thing outside of that, you know. So, yeah. I don't know. So, what do you what do you, what are your thoughts on on that whole situation? I don't know if you've seen that with the um, whole interview. I'm I'm going past. I'm going back further than the the comedy show because Chris said, "Yo, his wife hurt him more than he actually hurt him on national TV, smacking him." You know, he just yeah, I'm not even a fan of Jada. I thought I used to, you know, I thought she once was okay, but no, that's just no. Mm-mm. I'm just wondering, like, how you know, Chris Rock. He ended it with saying that he, his parents, he said he was taught not to fight in front of white people. Why did he do something with um the smack? I said, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. I think there would have been some furniture moving if it was me, you know? Or, you know, right, even right. if I would have turned into a joke, I'd have said, shit, if I, if, you was, if I was Tupac, you would have shot me, you know? At least Tupac would have shot right. me instead of coming up and smacking me, you know? I turned <laughs> it into a joke in that way, you know? But when he got smacked, <laughs> if you looked at him, you could tell, like, it was, you know, I don't know. That was another little embarrassing moment, but, you know, to each his own on how people handle certain things, you know. You can't gauge. Yeah, but, yeah, but when you, okay, like, when you watch the the video when Will slapped Chris, at first mm-hmm. everyone thought that it was a joke. You know, everyone was laughing, mm-hmm. even Chris was laughing, and so Will went back to his seat and then he was like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Then that's when everyone was looking like, wait, is this real? You know? So, oh my gosh. I think Chris did handle it um, professional. But, oh, my gosh. I don't know. Now, I'm going to tell you something else. This is my personal opinion. You know, you can go with it or not. I'm, a, I'm you know, uh where Chris is from, you know, Brooklyn, that's a that's a place where a nigga smack you in the face for in a heartbeat. And for him to accept it like that, that ain't Chris first time getting smacked in his face for a joke. 
You understand what I'm saying? Most right. people would have said, oh, man, I'd have jumped on him. You know, because think about Tony Rock. When Tony got on stage, oh, man, Tony was like, you know, not at the awards, but when Tony did his own special, you know, his um his comedy stand-up, he was saying, yo, listen, if you don't, if I tell a joke you don't like it, he said, I dare your ass come up on this stage. He said, this is not the Grammys, you know? Right. So, I don't know, man. So, but... You know, I wish both of them luck. I hope there's is a, some type of resolution between it. You know, because we got enough problems with each other. You know, in the you know let something like that, you know, ruin either one of their careers. I like both of them. You know, I didn't like what what uh, Will did though. You know, I thought that was a coward move. I thought he did it because he knew Chris wouldn't do nothing about it. You know, so right, but. You know, so, and, um, you know, something else I wanted to touch on, too, about um, there was a big little debate with me and a couple of friends, and we was talking about uh, sharing your location on Facebook. You know, everybody's big on sharing their location and this, that, and the third. Oh, no, I'm not a big fan of that, especially if I'm still at that location. Of course, of course. I think that uh, maybe if I'm leaving, you know, like if if I was at an airport, something like that, I would share. Because the airport is slipping the gun, you know. Unless I'm saying, you know, I'm going to such, such, you know, getting on Delta, this, this, that, and the third, you know. But as far as, like, sharing your location, I'm not really a big fan of it, you know, so... I don't know. I know we talked about it earlier, uh, love, over the weekend, because we were talking about something. I can't remember what it was, but I know we were saying about how, you know, how people were freely sharing their location. It was like, damn, you know, then the rapper just get killed over that. And then they was like, um, they found out that it wasn't because he shared his location because the people that was, they were already there. You know, but yeah. it just looked suspicious that she shared the location and he got killed over it, you know. So I don't know. I think I think um, it has its pros and cons, you know. You want to find your kids or your loved ones or whatever, you know. It's a good thing to be able to locate them. But I think it should be a situation where you share with someone you trust. I don't think you should just share freely on the internet, like, hey, listen, I'm here, you know, this, that, and third. It's like taking a vacation. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going somewhere, yeah, if I'm going somewhere, I will share it once I'm getting ready to leave. Like, if I'm out eating or something, once I'm getting ready to walk out the door, then post, then, you know, I'm going to share. But I'm not going to, you know, as soon as I get down and I don't know what I want to eat, you know, letting people know my location. No, never. Yeah. Never. Yeah, that's that's another little thing. I think we should yeah. all start thinking about and being mindful about, you know, it's cool, you know, to tell people, yeah, hey, yeah, I've been here, I've been there, I've been this, but to give people access of you access to you, you know, mm-hmm. that's like, oh man, okay, so let's let's jump on something else that's similar to that. That's like when women give men. And, I, and me and you had this debate already about when men, when women give men their IG or their Twitter account or whatever, and they're in a relationship, you know, I feel like that's that the guy bagged her anyway. Wait, me and you had that. Um, I don't remember us having that, that conversation because ain't remember, nobody getting. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. We okay. We 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 rethink that one. Maybe we that was talking about the um. What happened? <laughs> I said, re- remember, I had made the statement about um. IG. We were talking about IG. We were talking about something about IG, and I think we were talking about posting something. And then we talked about there was a video that came up, and the guy was talking about the girl. His girlfriend gave this guy his her IG. Or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but it was around that. And I said, "Yeah, I said you should be upset because that guy bagged her." 
and I want to say you said, and it could have been me, you, and somebody else talking, but I know I'm pretty sure you was in that conversation. And I had made the Not statement remember. about, yeah, he's bad, though. And it was the yeah, fact I, of I, I because. Okay. Well, maybe I, I might have got the conversations confused or something. But, yeah, I, I personally believe that that's another thing, you know, when a woman gives out their IG or their Twitter or Facebook or whatever, it gives a man access to them. Oh, to okay, wait. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get what you say. Okay, yeah, we did have that conversation <laughs> the other day, right. I know I was no, I, no, you know what? I thought you were saying when you give someone the password, because I'm like, who's giving someone the password to their social media? That's what I thought you were oh, saying. Yeah, okay, no, but. No, no, no. Okay, so if I'm, no. okay, so you saying if I meet a guy and I give him my Instagram and my Facebook, what are your thoughts on that? No, nah, if you're in a relationship. Like, say if you're in a relationship and a guy say, hey, let me get your number. You'd be like, no, but I'll give you my IG. I personally feel he still bagged you. Only because he could press that video or that phone and call you. Or he could just log in and see how your day is going. He could say, you could well, say that something depends like, on oh, that. yeah. Yeah, that depends on how how many times uh, um, a person posts, and everybody don't post. Um, you know, everybody is not that open with posting. Some people their page is private, um, so that all depends. But yeah, I mean, I've had people call my my phone that I did not give them the permission to call from the from Facebook or Instagram and block block call me like. I mean, so, hey, you could call all you want to. You can make up all the pages you want to and call block, 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 block. So if I don't know you like that and I've never given you the permission, hey, yeah, call me, then, you know, you should not call me. You should not call me. I mean, I think that's weird. I'm not going to do that to anybody. So if that's the case, why even entertain it by giving it to the guy? Just stick with the story of, oh, no, I'm good. I've got a boyfriend now. You know, um, no, I'm not going to give you the ID because I still feel that that's personal, you know, or whatever. You know, some women don't feel it. And that's what he was saying. His girl was like, yeah, I just gave him the ID. And he was like, yeah, but, you know, he gave you gave him access to you, you know, which he was right. She gave him full access to her, and she just couldn't understand it, you know. And, I, and I think a lot of women. social media. It is called social media. Social. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's just social. Social can become personal. You don't think social can yeah, become I mean, personal? I mean, it, it, if you let it become personal, you know, it depends on the, you know, it depends on the, um, the person. Like, I can be, um, I could be, you know, in a relationship and give my. IG, Facebook out or whatever, and I'm not going to conversate like that anyways. Like when I'm with somebody, I'm not going to entertain anyone else like that anyways, you know. I mean, a conversation here and there, okay, yeah, you know, but nothing that's going to lead to anything, nothing that's going to make someone feel like, oh, okay, yeah, um, you know, I'm going to be able to fuck her or whatever, so... You know, not you know, not when I'm with someone, and and not when I'm not with someone either. Um, I you know, I don't know, but yeah, it, it just depends on a person. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't agree with it. I personally don't agree with it. I you know, and that's and that's my opinion. You know, we had, everybody has their own opinion and their thoughts on it. You know, but I'm pretty sure most men would feel the same way. Like, hey, listen, we're in a relationship regardless of anything. You know, that's like if a man walks away from a woman to go to the bar, he's in a club, and another guy walks up. If he's been there more than two minutes, that's too long. At some point in time, she should right. say, you I got a boyfriend. And if he kept going on, but like, yo, listen, I told you I have a boyfriend. I'm not going to entertain it. He's here, and um, he would not be happy if you were here when he got back. But if she's right. still entertaining or talking to the guy and giggling or whatever, he crack a little joke, you know, and she go in with the joke or whatever, you know, I I feel like that, you know, he bagged us still. 
you know, because eventually yeah. that could turn into her, him getting the IG or the Twitter or, you understand what I'm saying? And I just, I just think that certain things are off limits, like when you're in a relationship. I think that's that's one of the things that's off limits that you shouldn't give out certain social social media. I don't think that should be a thing, you know, because um, it could turn into something else. And the way things are now, it's hard to trust anybody. You know, yeah. it's hard to yeah, trust. You know, because there's too many opportunities. The internet they can put you in a position to meet somebody that you have never met, that you'll never would have met in a million years if it wasn't for social media. You can get your hands right, on an right. IG mom in a heartbeat, and all you got to do is say the right words, and you get a phone number or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? And vice versa. You know, and think about this. Okay, how about this? How would you feel if you was dating a man and he did that? How would you personally mm. feel knowing that men have a reputation of we'll get it if we can get it and we'll keep it a secret if we can keep it a secret? How would you personally right. feel? I guess it, well, I guess it all depends um, on the man. And, yeah, okay, yeah, so I guess you're saying that, you know, men have a reputation. But then again, all men aren't the same. So I can't say all men are trifling because I've dated um, a, you know, one trifling person before, you know, so I can't say all men are the same, even if I dated two trifling people, you know, just everybody, just, you know, it's okay, I think, to have a conversation, you know, here and there with someone as long as you know how to not cross that line. Yeah, but sometimes it's hard you know, for people not to, especially if, okay, there had to be an attraction for you to approach that person. You agree? So, but I'm just saying it's not always yeah. um uh, about um attraction. I mean, it could just be, uh, I'm just saying, okay, for instance, like, hey, I could see somebody that I went to school with. Hey, how you been doing? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Hey, yeah, whatever, whatever. You know, it could just be conversation. Everything ain't always about, um, it, everything is not always about sex or, hey, I'm going to cheat. Hey, I want to fuck this person. It's just not. I mean, yeah, when you're um, in your that. 20s and maybe 30s, but I'm just saying, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that, but why even start the temptation? The temptation of but him that's even what I'm saying. I mean, that you started. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, see, I'm listening. But, but, well, I guess we are not going to um, agree on that because look at you. You're saying why would you start that temptation? Why does it have to be temptation? Why does a conversation mean, hey, we're going to be tempted to to do something? Like, oh, okay, we conversation. Okay. Oh, okay, now um, I'm going to go get fucked. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if a man approaches you, he finds you attractive some way, shape, or form, especially if he's trying to get okay, your phone number. Okay, but do you know how many what? people have access? Um, I mean, basically, okay, I'm just saying my Facebook and Instagram. Um, okay, so I have um, um, all kind of followers. Followers, but what does that mean? So, like, okay, so you're saying these people have access to me, and okay, and I'm not starting. No way, I'm not even on that. I don't know. I don't know. We just think way, different when, with, with certain topics. Yeah, we sure enough do. <laughs> but that's cool. That's what makes, you know, the world go around. No, I know. You know right. Everybody has of different course, opinions, right. you know. Right, yeah, and I definitely like that. I'm just saying um, you, um, like, I see you basically saying why would you get yourself into a situation where you're tempted and then me, I'm saying, like, who is – even you know tempted. Yeah, we just we just know how males think and function. Other men, you know, mm-hmm. especially if they mm-hmm. know, we know our woman is attractive, we know that you know her her you know she doesn't go blind just because she found you attractive because there's other guys out there. And I'm a firm believer: a woman knows who's next, especially if you mess up. She know who's up next. She know who got number two, you know, and it's going to take that number one spot from you, you know. So I just personally right. think that certain things shouldn't be, you know, handled with and dealt with as far as um, 
a relationship. I think that that should be something that's off the table, you know, no social media. Right. You know, and that conversation of what a person considers cheating, where you wouldn't consider that cheating with somebody else would be like, yeah, that's cheating because he backed you. You understand what I'm saying? Cheating so is I think um, sticking your dick in somebody or, um, I mean, cheating is just fucking. Giving up you your pussy so? or pressing Yes, yes, that is what, yeah, that's cheating. I Talking think... to someone is not cheating. Ah, uh, nah, it starts, listen, let me tell you something. It starts with a conversation. It starts with a conversation. I mean, but that depends on the then... Yeah, that depends on the conversation. Like, kind of yeah, like, okay, kind of like what, um, no, no, kind of like what Pandora said. Um, I don't think it was last week. It was the week before last. Like she said, I agree with her 100. She said, okay, if, um, okay, if you're having a, a conversation with someone and this person knows my business, this person, this motherfucker should not know my motherfucking business. If you, you get what I'm saying? Like, um, if if we're just conversating, that's one thing. But if you telling this person this about me and that about me, why the fuck this person? Why does bitch know my motherfucking business? Then you crossing a line when you telling a motherfucker my motherfucking business. Then your motherfucking ass is trifling. Yeah. I, yeah. I, well, you yeah. know, that's another thing we're going to have to agree to disagree because I'm going to tell you <laughs> like this. It all starts with a conversation. It all starts from... <laughs> I don't think anything from conversating. Oh, yeah, nah. It it has to start with I'm just having a little conversation here and there. Hey, how you doing? Hey, um, how's the job going? How's the business going? Hey, um, I heard you're trying to have a restaurant. Um, how's that going? Oh yeah, I know someone where you could buy some apples from. <laughs> you could buy And that's what some, they start um, off with. I watched the video yeah, but, for manipulation. But it don't have to go deep. Whatever. I don't hear you. <laughs> I do not hear I you. I watched the video on the manipulation. And the first thing, the first thing with manipulation is, the first thing about manipulation is finding out what that person likes and you liking that same thing that that person likes. Even if you don't know nothing about it, you'll find out something about it so that you have something to talk about. Well, so we, we, we're going to have to pick up on this conversation uh, later. We're going to have to uh, have <laughs> this topic on later. No, only because it's 927, and we have a guest coming on today. His name is Shorty Rock. We didn't even tell the people that we have a, a guest coming on. This We have an interview with Shorty Rock. And mm. um, what else? <laughs> what else? Oh, yeah. Um, well, oh, yeah, yeah. He'll yeah, be he's... on um soon. And what, you were going to say something? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I read his um his bio. Very interesting bio. Um, okay. We got yeah, he'll be on it. Okay, yeah, well, you can tell him that when he uh, get on, and it's 9.28, but before he, he comes on, I haven't, I, uh, I don't see him on yet, but before he get on, I want to tell people, which I, which I did say on Saturday, so I seen the movie Creed, um, part three. I had never seen part one or part two. Everyone, it is true, if you heard that I'm crazy, <laughs> I'm definitely crazy, because I went home that night and watched part one and part two. Well, I went part one and then I fell asleep. Sunday, I watched part one and part two. Monday, <laughs> Monday the same thing. And now my TV is on Creed now. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm in love with Michael B. <laughs> I'm in love with him. Oh, my gosh. you and every woman in America is in love with Michael B. right now. I mean, well, no, I mean, I had always seen him or whatever. I've seen Black Panther or whatever, but after actually – Seeing Creed Part Three, oh my gosh! And then so I had to watch Part One to catch up um, because I did not know that Felicia Rashad was um, his stepmom, that his dad had died before he was born. So it's like, okay, now I want to know about this movie. So now it's like, yeah, I'm just, um, you know, I, re- I you know, I really like him. Um, well, as well as an actor, you know, I'm just kidding. But yeah, as an actor, yeah, like I I really like this movie. 
now. And also, I was trying to watch another show because I watch Charlie Sheen all the time. I'm so tired of watching Charlie Sheen. So I finally found something on Netflix, Jenny and Georgia. Oh, my gosh. You probably wouldn't like that, Essie. You just you, you wouldn't like that. I think it's probably a girl thing. But it's a real good show. So, um, but I'm still in season one. But, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. What do you got to say? Do you have to say anything else? No, just uh, I'm going to give it a shot. I, um, huh? I was supposed to go see Creed 3, but I go put the person on blast on uh, why I didn't get to see Creed 3. And, no, it wasn't you, so I wonder why you'd be like, oh, what, what happened? <laughs> I was supposed to go see it myself, but um, I guess something happened, you know. I'm going to go see there. it again. It's really good. Yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna give it a shot. I really want to go see Scream Six. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. I I think they might have hit something with this one, you know. But I'm gonna definitely go see Creed Three. I'm gonna definitely go support, you know. Uh, I I know they grossed. Uh, the biggest box office for a boxing movie in history, mm-hmm. you know, which was a good, you know, good little show for him, you know. And I think this was his first movie he produced, right? Or you're not too um, sure? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not sure. Okay. Yeah, so I think the whole um, – the whole thing with they said that how they set up the fights and everything, you know, you know, coming from a a, a, a background of boxing, you know, I want to see how that was set up, you know, to make it look like it did. So, you see, you know, I I give it my my little opinions and my stars and thumbs and everything when I see it, you know. But for now, I'm just live through everybody else talking about how good it was. Oh, yes, it really was. It really was. And I also want to say um, real quick um, before our guests come on, you know, I spoke about the hysterectomy, and Mm -hmm. I I said that I had to do it for myself, you know, or whatever. And, you know, some people I told you was like, oh, no, you shouldn't get it. Oh, women are dry down there, just that whatever. Well, I can say the dry part, that is not true. And then, but now listen, this is one thing. (laughs) So this is one thing. There are two types of hysterectomies. There is a um, full hysterectomy and then there is a partial. So I still have my ovaries. So I guess it all depends on, you know, which one they do. So I still have my ovaries, and the doctor did say he didn't want me to go, like, right um, into menopause also. And then he was like, oh, and just in case uh, you wanted to have um, a baby and, um, you know, have a surrogate or whatever. Like, hell no, nobody having no baby. But, yeah, so the dry part, that is a lie. But now if you don't have uh, your ovaries, maybe – you know, whatever. Not that you, not that you care, but I am just putting this information out there for the ladies. But I have to have one because um, I have fibroids in 2013, and my fibroids came back. So no, I don't want to be uh, dealing with that. So I'm happy to not, you know, worry about any bleeding, any pads, you know. So. I'm super happy. I'm super excited. So whenever I do have, um, you know, sex, (laughs) you know, whenever I do uh, uh, have sex again, I definitely will keep you guys updated on that. I definitely will. Okay, so um, go ahead. No, I think it's a good thing too that you bring it up only because, you know, as as a community, we need to start taking and thinking about our health and paying attention to the signs that our bodies are telling us, you know? And um right, right, I'll right. get into something on another date, I'll get into something a little personal as far as with me, you know. But um but go ahead, finish what you were saying. You know. Okay, no, 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 that's it. Um, I'm going to uh, get ready to bring in our guest, 
Um, but his music is definitely hot. Oh, my gosh. It is thebomb.com. Um, his name is Shorty Rock, and I just heard this, so I'm, like, sending it out to, to people, telling them, hey, listen to this. Um, hold on. Let me uh, just play a clip of it before we bring him in. Oh, my gosh. I, or maybe I might have to do it after. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me see. This guy is just really talented. I don't know if it's going to play right. Yes, this is like really, oh my gosh. Like, I'm just, like, going to send this out. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to bring him in. Um, hold on. Hello, Shorty Rock, are you there? Yes, I am. How you doing? Oh, oh my gosh. Hello and welcome. How are you? I am blessed. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on your podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. And your music. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. You, <laughs> I was sending everyone this song. I'm like, listen to this. This guy is going to be on my podcast uh, today. And, um, uh, wow. Only I can, I'm just telling you, talented, talented. I really love it. Well, thank I you. I really love it. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank yeah. you for uh, sharing the music. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Etsy. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I heard it too. I was I was impressed. I give it to you. You know, you was doing your thing. Very impressed. Um, yes. Um, I was I was reading your bio too, man. I was I was I was ooh, I was like, wow, this brother did a lot of stuff, you know, and he and he came out on top, and that's hard a lot of times from coming from where you came from and in in your background, you know, because me and you have a similar background, you know, when you, oh, okay. when you grew up in the Bronx. I used to live in Parkchester. I lived in Parkchester for oh, okay. about a year, you know, but I'm originally from Brooklyn, but I moved out to Parkchester, you know, and okay. um, your birthday is a few days before mine. Oh, wow, that's yeah, what's You September 11th, mine is the 15th. You know, mm. and then I I, re, I read about, you know, you run in the streets and everything, and I was like, damn. I said, I guess, you know, when you do move out of the, you know, your environment, a lot of things change for you, you know, because I noticed about the clothing line and everything. And I said, you know mm-hmm. what, let me put some questions together. And I said, let me ask you, brother, some questions. I want to be a little organized with how we do this, you know, because oh, I was all over yeah, the place when I was reading your bio. So if you don't mind. You know, I got a couple of questions for you, you know. Nah, go ahead. Hey, do your thing, man. Okay, okay. My first question is, um, how did you get 600 million music streams? Okay, so it's not, not 600 million. It's 6 million. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I thought so, that said 600. Yeah. My fault, my, my brother. No, look, look, right. look, 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 I received that. I received that. I'm like, you know, that's coming soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and six yeah. million is really good. That is good. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it, it's crazy because, um, you know, about a year ago, um, mm-hmm. well, well, maybe not a year ago, maybe like, um, well, it, it, it was at the beginning of 2021. You know what I'm saying? So a little a little over a year ago. um. I kept hearing about, you know, putting your music on Spotify, putting it on um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or like all these different places, right? And um, for years I had heard about it, but I never actually did anything about it because I had all this music that I was selling, like uh, on my website, selling it through um, um, hand-to-hand CDs. You know what I'm saying? Like I was still doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Up until about a year and a half ago. And then um, there was a particular artist that uh, a friend of mine was managing, and she was telling me, um, telling me like, look, she got her stuff up on all the platforms, right? So I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to do that. Like, I've been doing music so long. I, like, I need to do that. So at the beginning of uh, 2021, 
I said, you know what, let me go ahead and find a distributor, which I did, which is through DistroKid. And I said, let me go ahead and put my music on there, right? So mm-hmm. I've been doing music for a long time. So I decided to put every single track I ever did on online. You know what I'm saying? Like every single track I ever made throughout the course of God knows how long. You know what I'm saying? I decided to just put it out there. And um, when I when I put it out there, it was a total of about 52 tracks, 52 tracks, right? So some of the songs I did music videos for, some of the songs I did promotions for, like like just, just, just a lot of things going on to try to promote it. But the craziest thing is um, when I checked, when I checked the streams, um, <clears throat> when I checked the streams, I started making a little bit of money off of it. But then I would say about, Three, three, four months ago, I checked the streams again just to see where they was at, just to see what my progress was, and it and, oh. it, said, and it was six, it was six million streams. So to be honest wow. with you, how I got the streams, I don't even really know. You know what I'm saying? I just know that I threw everything out there, and the craziest part is the songs that I didn't even make music video, didn't make music videos for the songs I didn't make promotions for the songs I didn't really push, those are the songs that got like a million streams over here, two million streams over here, 130,000 streams over here, 400,000 streams over here. And and they're all, um, the streams are all coming from Facebook and Instagram, which, which, is, mm. which is also crazy because I'm like, there's certain songs that I push on Instagram and Facebook, and mm-hmm. those are not the songs that got the, the the all those streams. This is songs that I didn't even push. So people are just organically finding the music and streaming. Right, right. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so I mean, I mean, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How did um? How does being from the Bronx influence your music? What do you you know? Um. I think I think it's the backbone to my music. It, it's why I sound the way I sound. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Not only am I talking about the things that I did in the Bronx, um, but it's also the slang, how I talk. You know, because a lot of because a lot of people think that people from New York, everybody talks the same. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they got yeah. the same accent, which which in a way could be kind of true because there is a New York accent. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like. Yeah. I feel like I feel like people in the Bronx talk different from people like in Brooklyn or people in yeah. Staten Island. In my personal opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like there is certain slang and certain ways that we talk that um, is, is is a little different. You know what I'm saying? But being from the yeah. Bronx has influenced me just just as a fact of the Bronx is a real place. You know what I'm saying? You cannot say things that you have not been doing. You know what I'm saying? You can't just rap about situations that didn't really happen. You can't. And, and a lot of Bronx rappers right now are getting in trouble because they they rapping a little too real. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. they really yeah. giving you, you know, the information that's happening on the streets. But growing up, that's all I had to do um, in order for people to accept me was to tell the real things that I did and be authentic to myself. So I've always kept that. You know what I'm saying? Um, being honest and being real about the things that I did and not faking it further than my music. Okay. Well, you answered my next question. <laughs> my next question is okay. why is your music so much better than the other rappers? And you basically you touched on it, you know, touched on it, you know, on or if you feel like you can go a little more in depth, you can you can do so. You know, why I mean, you I just think that um I just think that a lot of times in hip hop, you know, people glamorize the lifestyle of the streets, and they don't give mm-hmm. you the other side of it, which is the the, mm-hmm. the the fact that you can get locked up, the fact that some of your 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 best friends get shot, you know what I'm saying? The fact that the people that you grew up with um, snitch on you, you know what I'm saying? The fact that um, the people that you thought were your friends and, and thought where your homies end up turning on you, stabbing you in your back, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think the thing yeah. that really makes my music stand out from other artists is I give you both sides. I can tell you about the streets, and I can tell you about the experiences that I had and the experiences of other people that were around me 
But then I can also tell you that, you know, sometimes we was balling and sometimes we was falling. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes yeah. we was up and sometimes we was down. You know what I'm saying? And more more than often we were down more than we was up. You know what I'm saying? It was more yeah. bad things happening than there were good things as a result of, you know, just being a, a juvenile delinquent running around, you know, doing doing stupid things and petty crimes. You know what I'm saying? So I always get people both sides of the coin, and I feel like people who listen to my music really appreciate that that part of it. Right, okay, right. Okay. And I, I also read in your bio that a lot of um, businesses, small businesses, ask you to advertise their products. Why do you think, you know, they come to you to say, hey, listen, could you do us a solid and advertise this for us? You know. Well, see, one of the things that um, that kind of has helped me in my journey as a, as a hip-hop artist is the fact that I, I've been um, I've been very diligent to learn key elements um, of of marketing and promotion that has kind of like mm-hmm. attracted other people. You know what I'm saying? Like um, just, just to give you an example, um, I learned how to do um, – well, I had a friend of mine, her name was Trinity, in Atlanta when I had moved down to Atlanta. Um, she was actually going to school for graphic design. And I remember mm-hmm. her going to school for graphic design, and she had like all the programs. She had like – Photoshop, she had uh, Adobe Lightroom, like, like there were so many programs that she had at her disposal, and she had a really good laptop, and she had like all the instructional books, right? And because, uh-huh. you know, I really I really liked Trinity, you know what I'm saying? Trinity uh, at one point was my assistant, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to hip-hop and rap, that I was like, yo, Trinity, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, let me get one of them books. Like, like show me how to, you know what I'm saying, do Photoshop. So Trinity got the program, put it on my computer, and then she was showing me little things. And then over time, I just started really working with Photoshop and really started getting good. So I started being able to create flyers, business cards, banners, like all the stuff for me, you know what I'm saying, the things that I needed mm-hmm. in order to promote myself. And then that just started to translate into other business owners seeing me and seeing all the things that I could do and being like, yo, can you do that for my business? You know what I'm saying? And because I, I combine music with the other businesses that I do, like photography and videography, I, I have a large fan base of females that are constantly interacting with my post online and constantly uh, interacting with my music and, and my business stuff and buying my clothes and buying my music. And um, so other business owners have seen that over time and been like, look, you know, if you could promote my stuff or you could post my stuff on your page or if you could wear this for me, then it'll allow my company to kind of get some of your fans. And it's been working out pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Like right now I have a Facebook group um, that has over 10,000 people in it. <laughs> and um, I have like a combined on my social media, it's about uh, it's, it's over 30,000 people on, on my social media. So when companies see that, they come to me and they say, okay, you got real fans, you got real followers, you know what I'm saying? Like, this this could be mutually beneficial, and so far it has. Wow, yeah. that's good. Uh, I, yeah, I've been, I've, I peeped that's that really good. Yeah. too. I was going to ask you, why you think most of your audience is female, you know? Like, you know, <laughs> what are you doing different than everybody else? They do. <laughs> you know, you know so. honestly, um, Honestly, a little bit of that is intentional, though, honestly, because um, uh, there was a point where it was basically like 50-50, you know what I'm saying? But then I wasn't really making no money, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. So I would say about four to five years ago, I said to myself, I said, look, man, I said females are the number one consumers in the world, you know what I'm saying? I said, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cater my content towards women, you know what I'm saying? And um, I started doing that because cause the one thing I said to myself, I said, you know what, I don't, I, not only do I want to have fans and people that like me and enjoy my music and enjoy, you know, the products that I put out, but I said, you know what, I want, I want them to love me. You know what I'm saying? I want them to love yeah. me as a person, not just as 
music and not just as products and a company. I want them to love me as a person because I feel like when people love you as a person, then it doesn't matter what you put out, they're going to consume it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's music, whether it's clothes, whether it's photography services, graphic services, web design services, if they love if they love Shorty Rock, they 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 they're gonna get whatever Shorty Rock has. So gotcha. when I made when I made that little switch, <laughs> they just started mm-hmm. rolling in. You know what I'm saying? So okay. you know, um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's why you surround yourself around a lot of women, as far as um, business goes and everything else. So I mean, right, all right. I mean, I, I mean. I mean, I feel like women work harder than men sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not saying that men can't work hard and men don't work hard, but it's just that if if uh, if I have a group of like 20 people, right? Because I because I've had a team um, of, of like over 20 people that that used to help me on a regular basis. But if if I put if I put 20 females versus 20 guys, what's going to happen is the guys at some point are going to want to be the man. The guys at some point want to be the leader. The guys at some point want to take over. The guys at some point form a little bit of jealousy and they want to be the person running everything. And sometimes they're a little difficult to really instruct. But what I found with females is that females um, understand the under, they have they have a better understanding of what it means to be a team and helping me when it comes to advancing. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I see a female bragging about my products, my services, my clothing line, my music faster than I see one of my my own homeboys <laughs> bragging about it or telling other people about it. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 yeah. you might have a conversation with a, with, with my homeboy who know me half my life, and he probably won't even bring up the fact that I even rap. <laughs> she knows where opposed to six months ago, she constantly talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just I just recognized that dynamic and I was like, Okay, I'm a I'm a lead to more over here. They they they, they buying the music and they supporting I'm gonna go in that direction. Got you. Mm-hmm. I like your I like your business smarts. You got a lot of business smarts. And I guess that's why yeah. you um started your own management company for actors, models, and music artists, you know. Right. So is that the reason why you started it? or? Yeah, because, um, you know, the things that I've learned over time have caused me to bump my head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I've suffered a lot to get this information. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've literally, yeah. I've literally lost all my money, been completely broke, in order to get the information that I have now, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like I I got the the ingredients to win, you know what I'm saying? I got the ingredients to be able to market and promote and really um, put people and put myself in positions to win, you know what I'm saying? Whether that's meeting with celebrities, whether that's knowing how to get on podcasts, whether that's knowing how to market and create music, whether that's about uh, being able to build a brand and create a brand. So me building GDE Management, which is my management company, is a way for me to give back to the artists that probably wouldn't even have a chance because they don't have nobody helping them. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter if you're a model, if you're a rapper, if you're a singer, or if you're an actor, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you apply the things that I've learned in my life, you yeah. you could be successful. You know what I'm saying? Or at least you could you could at least reach a level of success where you could actually uh, pay your bills. You know what I'm saying? And, and live life without having to work a regular nine to five. Yeah, I got you. Right. You sound like you got a a blueprint drawn out, and and you following it, and uh, it's being successful for you. You know and. And I'm and I'm and I'm happy for you, my brother, and I hope to continue success. You know, I um I know we 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 running short on time, but I got a, one more question. You know, and I don't know if you want answered or not. It's a little personal, but I'm gonna ask it. 
Okay. It says, uh, why did you stop being a Christian rapper? Okay. Well, um, no, I, I don't have a problem answering it. Um, the reason why I stopped being a Christian rapper is because I kept running into a situation where uh, the church was uh, way too judgmental. You know what I'm saying? I know that's like the mm-hmm. cliche thing to say about church, but, I, you know, <laughs> like, I love church. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't grow up in the church, obviously, but, you know what I'm saying, I feel like going to church helps me be a better person. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like I don't go to church because of the religious aspect of just going just to go. I go because I actually learn something. You know what I'm saying? I learn how to be a better man. You know what I'm saying? It helps me with my anger, my anger management. You know what I'm saying? It helps me yeah. make better decisions in life. It helps me put things in perspective rather than just living in the moment all the time and making dumb decisions. You know what I'm saying? But at the same yeah. time, when I when I was just a Christian rapper, I kept running into different people, whether it was different Christian rappers, pastors, deacons, ministers, regular church members that just was like, your music is too much. Like you you it, it like you, you don't have to do all that. Like you including too much stuff in your music. But I'm like, yo, I'm not cursing. I'm talking about Jesus, like like I'm not I'm not uh degrading women. Like I don't understand like what's like and they just had a, a formula that they wanted me to follow that I just was like I just didn't think was authentic to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I could be, I could have faith in God. That doesn't mean I have to say Jesus every three words in a rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, right. like, like, I, you know. And, and here's another thing: there's certain aspects of my life that um, are not even that good. You know what I'm saying? So, so when I make a mistake or I do something I'm not supposed to do, like, do I just hide it and never mention it in my music that I've always been authentic in? You know what I'm saying? And I just didn't mm. like that. So I said, you know what? If I become just a regular rapper. And I take off that 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 title of Christian rapper, and I just be a regular rapper. People will look at my music as being positive or being fun or exciting, rather than being anything than what it should be, which is just music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like I, I got. You. I just don't want to be confined in a box. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to rap about anything. Okay. Okay. That's what's up, man. I I appreciate the, um, allowing us to interview you tonight. You know, and hey, um, is there, you know, um, and you're doing. I, I, from what I read, man, you're doing a good thing. You know, you done changed a lot around. You know, in your life. You know, and that's always a good thing. You know, that's always a good thing because you know where we from. Still, we supposed to be in one or two places. You feel right, me? Right, exactly. You're supposed to either yeah. be in that ground or behind them bars, you know, but nothing about where we come from, say freedom. You understand what I'm saying? Right, so exactly. everything that you're doing and what you did, you know, from what I read, man, you you, you did a, you know, you did a powerful thing. And, and, and um, you know, I don't know you like that, but I'm proud of you because it could have been the other Thank way you. around. You understand what I'm saying? It could have been another way around. Yeah. You know, you could you could be out there kicking in somebody's door right now, taking everything. You know what I'm saying? But now you know. Yeah, and, um, if you got any way that anybody can, um, I guess reach out to you, your IG. Yeah, your, I was just about to say IG. that. Yeah, um, anything that you want them to know. Yeah, uh, your clothing store. Um, anything. Say it. Yeah, say it now. Okay, cool. So you could basically uh, you could catch me all over the internet. Shorty R O C N Y C on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that. But then also, I want you guys to check out my website, which is www.shortyrocnyc.com. Because um, I put out music, but I also have written and directed movies. Um, I have a clothing line. I have three different clothing lines. And if you go to Shorty, rocnyc.com, you'll be able to have access to all of that. So please tune in um, and uh, just check me out. You know what I'm saying? I, I guarantee you I got something you're going to love. Okay. okay. Um, and we definitely want to thank you for coming on the show. You can come back whenever you want. And um, just thank you for coming on.
Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, guys, that was Shorty Brock, and please stay tuned for our next episode. Yeah.